Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The passion for the world's beautiful game has never been stronger. And now there is one place to get all your insight, analysis, and hot topic discussion. Especially if you're a fan of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy, or their heated rival, LAFC. It's time to roll out the ball and kick things off here on the Believe Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, former MLS goalkeeper Dan Kennedy and soccer broadcast veteran Mark Rogandino. That was my uh, intro with the Supporter Shield Champions music. DK, there's so much to get after. Wow. Wow. There's so much to get after here on the Believe Sports Podcast Network. I'm, fe- you know what, I'm feeling I'm in a good rhythm right now. Um, I just sat down, made myself a little mai tai while we sit down for the record, and I am ready. I'm ready to go. I mean, you must hey, be the what, only hey, guy me, I know that let me, let me sits just down and this. makes himself a mai tai. Let me start with this. <laughs> oh, what a difference a week can make, and how different everything can look across in Major League Soccer across the board. It's it's just nuts. I mean, literally. Two podcasts ago, we were we were saying, what in the world is going on with the Galaxy? And now they are one of the hottest teams in major. And LAFC. Yeah. Well, no, LAFC was really just last week we were saying what the hell was going on with LAFC. It was the, the maybe the two games that they were missing Bella and and uh, after the Galaxy game, and they, they hit a skid. And, in fact, they started off slow again. Unbelievable. Literally unbelievable. And... Um, I don't, I want to start with this too. Uh, I was at the game last night, LAFC getting the support, getting the supporter shield. And I literally had, and it's not a lot, but I literally had five, six different people come up that said, Hey, number one, you and DK on the podcast is awesome. They were like, we love. We love listening. Literally five, six, seven people. We love li- – and hey, I mean usually I might see one or two that say something like that. So to those that came up and talked about what, listening to us on Believe, awesome. And they gave me two things. They said keep up the content as far as no one gives you the inside of LAFC and the LA Galaxy like we do. But they also came up with a good point, and they said we'd also love to hear you talk about the differences between the clubs, whether it be the culture – the fans, the tactics, the um, the coaching, where the club is headed, what it's, it's a little more, um, almost of a rival to, to brew the rivalry yeah. a little bit. And yeah. you know what I said? I, I said, like that's this. a good, I I said, like that's a good point. We don't need to just talk about the games. We right. can also bring in another facet. So for those that listen, have been with us since the beginning, I believe, and going to go with us forward, tell your friends about it. We're going to try and mix that dust over the top of this a little bit more. And I, I think that'll even rev it up even higher. Let's take it to the next level, buddy. I mean, both these teams have. Why not? I, I, okay, so let's start with the games. <laughs> You're and so excited. <laughs> I, I, I'm su- we're gonna go first. We're gonna go first to the Galaxy. Uh, okay. We we both picked them to have their way with Montreal, and they did. A two-one scoreline could have probably been way more than that. Right. So I don't want to. I don't want to sit on that game too long because I'd rather go to what they did last night against RSL. Because I think that is more impressive. It's not an easy place to go and play. It's locked on scores again. And I, I know you were all over that game. Um, share with me what was some of the real well, big takeaways for you. Well, I mean, you, you, you touched on it. But Salt Lake has been, for. I mean, ever since Beckerman and Ramondo have been on Salt Lake, that has 
and they've had Rio Tinto Stadium. That has been one of the hardest places to play in the league, period. And Rio you, you, yeah, you, you're at altitude. Uh, it's a quick pitch. Um, and these guys always are just so gritty when they play in, in that stadium. Uh, so I was it thought hard this, for you? Was it hard yeah, for you as a always, player? Well, always, always. Every, every single time you go there, it's a, it's a tricky matchup. And the one team that Salt Lake gets up for, I mean, maybe you could say Colorado, but Colorado just haven't been that competitive for a handful of five years. Five years ago, five right. years ago, maybe. That's but right, now. but that not now. And the one team that this RSL team gets up for every time is the Galaxy. So, yep. And and so then it's midweek. You're right, Montreal smash and grab. I, if they didn't win that game, they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs, in my mind. It was at home, yada, yada, yada. And now you're playing a midweek game. You got to travel. RSL rested half of their team. They didn't even travel them to the East Coast at the weekend, all in preparation for this game. They roll out a uh, uh, first side, uh, Salt Lake does. And Galaxy, to my surprise, I, I wasn't sure they were going to risk Ibra in that game, thinking about what's ahead. Um they were Galaxy show up, roll out the squad, and Galaxy were a little slow starters for sure. They Ibra had one good chance in the first half, um, missed a missed a dunk header. But I tell you what, Rogues, this Pavone kid is sick, yes, and he he is. he he is the difference. So you have Ibra, he's class, he's he's world class. There's no question about it. If it wasn't for Carlos Vela, he would probably be the MVP of the season. Now that said, there's been some massive disconnect between Ebra, the rest of the attacking players, and Pavone's the guy that's bringing that all together. And so if you have Jonah Dos Santos, Pavone, and Ebra on this field, this Galaxy team can compete, man. They to can your compete. point, to your point, though, you I mean, you said it on here, and I actually agreed with you that two, two months ago, you were like, uh, Fabio Alvarez coming into the side. And we both agreed, yeah, he's kind of nice. Right? He's, got, he's yeah, got a little he's bit. He's got something. The, He's yeah, he's, he, 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 and people that We're don't know soccer, him, people that don't know soccer, when you go, yeah, he's kind of nice, you know, like yeah. night, they're like nice. What does that mean? But you know, his his silkiness, his ability to see to play that little through ball, but it never right. really clicked the way that Pavone has come in and immediately just been like a great catalyst, a well, great spark. But and this is um, kind of a, a, a reflection of all signings that come in and have instant impact and, and impact into Major League Soccer. They are typically not just your um, crafty, kind of nice, to use your words, player. They they are typically a little bit more dynamic and have a little bit more bite to their game. And that's Pavon. Like the, yep. the, the goal um, that Pavon scored is he is just sprinting over 60 yards off of a half chance that Ibra flicks on a header in behind the defense of RSL. And then he, he takes a poor... Um, angle on goal, but it doesn't matter, and he slots it. And then the assist he had was all him, just doing the work, putting the def- uh, the, the center back under pressure. He turns the corner on him and then has the strength to hold him off, run, and make the entire team collapse on him, and then he just dishes a lovely little uh, in-footed pass to Ibra, who makes no uh, no mistakes. Um, it's, does he yeah. ever, he he rarely does make mistakes. And, it's by, crazy. and by the and by the way, to to your point, uh, I think that this, the way that Vela started and the way that Zlatan has really come on in this final third, second half of the season, I think it is going to be a tight, tight uh, golden boot race. 
Well, I was. I, I, I think. I think it. I just. It's gonna be because Latan will not stop scoring. Vela has been fortunate. Gets a PK against Toronto. Um, you know, gets an opportunity again from the penalty spot last night. I mean, he's had of his thirty goals. Nine of them have a. Uh, 33, 30%, nine of them have been from the penalty spot. And Ebers had his ones from the penalty spot right. too, don't get me wrong. But uh, the last three months, I would Carlos say very this. few from very few PK, very few PKs, and he's just been scoring. Well, against Montreal, Ibrahimovic could have had four goals. And and against Salt Lake, he could have had he could have had two. Um and that's just the difference. And and Ibra, I would say, throughout the course of the season, hasn't seen as many opportunities. Galaxy haven't dominated games like LAFC have dominated games. They, they don't control. They, typically, at the end of a Galaxy game, it's it's p- possession 50-50, or maybe the Galaxy give a little bit up. A, a little bit up. It's it's a very different style than LAFC. Right. Well, but that, and that's the that's the thing though about LAFC is if they don't come out and that press and high high winning the ball up the field system if that doesn't pay off for them in the first 20 25 minutes then all of a sudden uh it has worked against them at least in the last couple of months where then all of a sudden the other team gets a counter chance they get three shots in the first half and boom one on target as was the case last night in the first half uh against houston and one of them goes in it happened against toronto too right. toronto gets a first a first half goal uh, so it's like yeah, minnesota yeah, as I transition over to LAFC, uh, their game 1-1 with well, real, Toronto FC on the weekend. Yeah, I'd say real, real quick. I mean, this is exactly what happened to Atlanta United last season. You remember, in September, they were so far advanced compared to the teams that they were playing against. Even New York Red Bulls dropped off against them in the playoffs. That was United Atlanta United last year. Is is teams that are not are now going into the LAFC game just conceding, just saying, hey, okay, we're just going to make it really hard on you because if we if we try to play, you're going to kill us. So they're just dropping, they're parking the bus. Um, yes. And, and last year, last year it was um, it, it slowed Atlanta down for sure, but they were still able to get the job done. And, and but to be fair, that is what the black and gold are going to face in the playoffs for probably at least all the way until they get, uh, until they get to the, which could be a amazing Western conference showdown. Literally it could shape up to be the galaxy and LAFC at the bank. Can you imagine you, can you imagine you? I mean, if that happens, people we're telling you right now, if that happens, we will do a special edition with an MLS cup on Sunday. We will do a special edition Saturday podcast, drop it in the evening with guests galore. And you'll just have to listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, that just, would be would that would be, be too good, too good to be true. But they're, they're going to face I, teams I that are like, that are going to do two blocks like, of four. Oh, I just feel like, and this is before you, we talk about LAFC and the supporter shield and everything else. I just feel like now that the Galaxy have clinched a playoff spot, I do. I, it just feels like LAFC are going to have to get through them. It does. You're absolutely it, right. It just, I, I, and it, like, I, I will it, tell you, I ha- I heard that line many times from people at the bank last night. Even after yeah. winning the supporter shield, I heard that line about now matching up with the Galaxy. Ooh. I mean, it's Ooh. it's on it is on crash course right now. It literally is on crash course right now. Yeah. And as a as a fan, right? As a fan, you're like salivating. Let's get my popcorn. Oh my I'm I am I am ready for this. I'll uh, have but, to be at that game. Yeah, oh, come on, buddy. Come Keep on, her buddy. stick together. Keep Come her on, stick buddy. together. Come on, buddy. 
All right, well, then tell me, tell me uh, first of all, what you saw from LAFC in their two games. Uh, 1-1 against Toronto. Honestly, I think anyone who knows the club would say it was, uh, it was warranted that uh, they got a point out of it. It, was, it shouldn't Absolutely. have been guaranteed, guaranteed, but they deserved to get a point out of it at the end. I mean, they were throttling him in the second half. They just could not put one away and they get a point out of it. They're good at home. That's it's what it, it is what it is. But last night you finally saw in the second half, you saw, and it's ironic that it's without Brian Rodriguez on the field. It's with right. Bob Bradley making a switch in the lineup. He puts Latif blessing further up the field as part of the top three. He brings in, uh, so that he brings in now it's Atuesta K and Lee Wynn was a huge, Lee Wynn played his best game of the Dude, night. I'm, last telling night. Second. I'm telling you. I've been telling you all season, and I know it's not like it's you not have that been, you, you have it, been saying that. It, no, it's you not. Have. It's not that you 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 ever disagreed with me. I just but, I just sipped through the dark rum on top on that on the on the Dan Kennedy call from earlier in the game. Yes, but I, I I I still think, and this is an interesting thing that only you know a hand like this is what the coaches are probably talking about behind closed doors is that this Rodriguez is is nasty. And he's a great player, and he should be on the field. But, but it is, has is, is it screwing? Is it screwing with our chemistry? It has. And that been. cloud, that just little cloud, is enough to, wow. to to make people think. And that's coaches, man. This is how you know how it is, rogues. Like we sit back, like we take it in, but we don't analyze this for you know eighteen hours uh, leading up to every game, you know. And there, oh, maybe the chemistry is just a little bit off. Well, let's give this a go. And Lee Win. It, whether it was Diamande up top earlier in the year, Christian Ramirez, um, Lee Wynn wasn't fit for a portion of the season. I think that's what hurt him the most because I still think, and I look at Lee now as like a, um, I mean, to compare him, I just compare him to Fabregas at Barcelona. I mean, you're, you're just talking about a great attacking midfielder. And when your team possesses the ball that much, you can throw him as a withdrawn forward any day of the week. Uh, I will say this is that uh, the tactics, as far as you saying, I know about coaching, the tactics at the under five level are, are much simpler. And so, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it, it, but yes, I agree with you. Bob Bradley and Ante Razov, Mike Sorber, uh, Zach, they have to be it's thinking about this kind of stuff, man. Yes. That's, that's Kenny Arena, Kenny Arena. I won't leave Kenny out. I love you, Kenny. That's um, what makes what makes this uh yeah that i mean that's what makes them so special and especially bob i mean that's who he is it's it's full on so um, listen i've been I've, I've been dying to ask you i've been dying to ask you something like a supporter shoot you won a national title right at uc santa barbara dude i lost an, i i never won anything major um i so listen to this Rose. well no you so you won a conference title. you want a big yeah. you want a big west conference title with ucsb a couple yeah, of times yeah. oh yeah no but think about this uh, I, big West I, keeper of the year, big West keeper of the year. <laughs> yeah. But when I say win something, it's as a team, man, <laughs> I lost in the CIF, the state championship in high school. I lost in a regional final to go to nationals. I lost in the national championship from with a, with the, with a university that when we were freshmen had never been to the playoffs before in its existence. And we went all the way to the final and lost in PKs against uh, Indiana. Tim Baumstieg, uh, I hope you're listening. Bomber. Um, and then my professional career was Puerto Rico, which we made the playoffs one year. I was rookie of the year, Chile, uh, almost got promoted. That would have been cool, but didn't came to Chivas and I, and, 
I won a Western Conference championship with FC Dallas, but I had torn my MCL, so I wasn't on the fields. So that, you know, I was a part of it, but it, it felt distant. Um, and that was uh, we in that same thing in that FC Dallas year, we were runners up. We tied, I believe, we tied New York Red Bull for a supporter shield, and they won the tiebreak. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and that would have felt like something because I played the majority of the season, but. Um, yeah, that was, I mean, that was it. So for these guys, like I'm watching Jordan Harvey lift this thing mm. and, and I'm watching Walker Zimmerman. This is Walker's second. Cause he won one with the uh, FC Dallas mm-hmm. and, and I'm watching Tyler Miller. I'm watching these guys that I root for, you know, mm. and I, I, it was, it was awesome, especially Jordan, you know, Jordan and I have gone, like we grew up playing orange County blue star soccer together against each other at, in college. And, I'm just a big fan of who he is as a person, and you know he's obviously a quality player. But to see that man, oh, it's, it was it was good, Rogues, and um, like it, it, like any good thing. And this is what this is how Galaxy fans should feel, but uh, like as a little envious, you know. I I appreciate the candor. I think that uh, I think that um, the celebration between the fan base. And then the players together. I was watching videos of that, man. Yeah, I mean, it was all over social. And if you want to go to LAFC on any of their platforms and you'll, you'll see tons of videos. But the the capos for like different groups of the 3252 and that they they took the supporter shield. And this was all orchestrated by Richard Roscoe, who we had on the podcast here, right. I believe, yeah. last week, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, at LAFC Rich, he crushed it. And so... The fact that they took it out and then they walked it out and then they handed it off to Carlos Vela, the captain first, and then he took it. And I mean, it was yet yeah, honestly, because the club hasn't had something like that, it felt like winning it. I've been in MLS Cup ceremonies for the Galaxy and for other teams, and it felt something like that. And I know it's just the first one, but it was it was really really cool. And that I just hadn't seen in a while, Dan. And you you probably could testify more. I hadn't seen that connection between the fan base, the culture of the team, and the players to both just grab a hold of this and embrace it. Well, in in not, I mean, you got to lift it at home, right? It, it would yeah. have been different. It would have been different if you lifted it on the road. Um, and then, uh, you know, just to add to that, I, I this this fan, the, the fandom at, at the bank is just, it's unique. It's it's unique, and there is some tighter connection. It's not like Seattle's huge, Atlanta's huge, Portland, it, Toronto, but, but Port- Minnesota. But this is I was I was saying like Portland's small enough to where it can, it has similar similarities to what ha- is happening at the bank, but the other stadiums are so big, it's far away from the field. It's just not as intimate, you know. Right. And the way that the way that you Zimmerman, like Seattle. You mean Seattle? Right. Yeah. Right. And Atlanta too. And the way that Zimmerman can go back and forth with the crowd and then the who and the ha it, it's, um, man. And, and I, I actually think that the celebration was, was right. I mean, first time in, in club history, you, you get a supporter shield for everybody. And, uh, on top of that, uh, you you done it in style, and I, the supporter shield is harder to win than the MLS Cup final, but the MLS Cup final is the last game, so it feels like more. But people people don't unless you have been following Major League Soccer Dan for a long time. You don't 
necessarily understand that, right? It's about, oh, the playoff run. And people that have followed the league for a long time will say to you, well, MLS Cup, you know what? You get hot. You win three games. You get to the cup final. Anything can happen. And and you could be the hottest team trending upward at that time, which is true and which is fair. But you you still have to – if you're – Atlanta proved it last year, right? They were the best team all season long. I know I know they didn't get the supporter shield last year, but guess what? They were the best team all season long consistently over 34 games. And guess what? They raised the MLS Cup trophy too. So LAFC certainly in their sophomore season trying to follow that same footstep path. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. But that, that's why United is arguably one of the one of the greats because they did that. And I'll be honest, you know, I I remember the teams that win MLS Cups, but I don't remember the teams that win Supporter Shields. So that's that's just the crux of it. Uh, we This is the one thing that's unique about Major League Soccer, but this is the one thing that is American professional sports, and that's playoffs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's move on to uh, this weekend. And two... Two games that don't certainly carry the weight that the last couple have carried. Let's just say that, right? Um, but I, let's uh, let's start with let's start with the Galaxy first. Yeah, let's start with the Galaxy first and foremost because they are at home, and I would say that they have more to play for than LAFC right now because LAFC Supporter Shield number one. Yes, there's still some MLS MLS record book regular season things that they can hit, and that while that's important. But the Galaxy right now, Dan, are in the midst of trying to position. They really, really have a great shot at number two in the West. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. And you think about uh, what would happen if they ended in the seventh spot. <laughs> because they, <laughs> they could, right? So talk about the incentive to make it easy on yourselves. Um, and it's against the the worst team in the Western Conference, the Vancouver Whitecaps, at home. Um, yeah, they should get up and go here. And, my, I mean, Rose, well, first of all, to kick this thing off, I'm pressing, and every game is worth double. Um, what? This week. I got to catch up. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, well, let me, let me set the table for 30 seconds here then. So first and foremost, uh, the thing is, DK, is right now I am walking with a seven-point lead with two weeks to go. Jeez. Two weeks to go in the regular season. So need to claw back four, baby. Yep, and so if, so if you want to if you want to double up and make them for both weeks, the final two weeks, yeah. we're going double or nothing. Um, and – uh, so the Galaxy will be at home to the Vancouver Whitecaps, and the table is yours. The Galaxy will be at home to Vancouver, and they're going to smash them three to yes. one. Yes, they are. Okay, okay. Because this is where you could pick up even more, right? You said it's worth double, meaning two points. Folks, I hope you've been with us all season long because we've been making these picks. LAFC, LA Galaxy, virtually every game, and a wild card pick. And uh, dinner at Javier's in Laguna Beach is on the line here. DK, Javier's, Laguna Beach, Newport Beach, Newport Beach, right? Newport Beach. Newport Beach. There used to be a Laguna Beach, but I don't think it's there anymore. Uh, so DK says 3-1 LA, which I can agree with. Um, but I, I, I'm going to take it a step further, and I'm actually going to say they're going to win this one 4 nothing. So really the score will matter. The score will matter. This, could, this one could get out of hand for Vancouver. <laughs> Uh, if you are if you are Guillermo Beto Scalotto, are you maybe resting a couple of guys in anticipation that you might have to go full throttle, goal differential, la da 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 in your final game? 
Well, Scalotto, I mean, any anyone that's injured should be sitting, right? Or you have a little bit of a knock. It's just not you, – you can't risk uh, the in, 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 any injury because you, now you're traveling back from Salt Lake. You've got you've got the three points. You've accomplished the goal. It's uh it's been a, a really congested ten days. Um, so maybe Iberes. I'm not. I, I don't know. We'll see how ambitious he is about this Golden Boot. They are they are at Houston for their final game of the season. So if you're looking at any other result that maybe you're thinking about this weekend, um, RSL is kind of within reaching distance, and in fact they are home to Houston. San Jose, I don't think you have, the Galaxy have to worry about them. They're at the bottom trying to climb, uh, and they actually play host to Seattle Sounders. So that's probably the game you're keeping your eyes on. Is How do the Sounders do at Avaya right. Stadium? Well, and San Jose. I mean, sorry. Sorry to jump in here, but San Jose, I mean, they actually, I think they deserve to be in the playoffs. But they've given a couple games away, and one of them was, was, was last night. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, and so, too, did Portland. Portland didn't do themselves right. any favor. Yeah, 90, been... 97th minute, they give up a PK, and New England walks away with two point or a point. Instead, they should have lost that game and, and lost uh, two to one. But anyways, uh, so let's talk about LAFC. So their game is at Minnesota. Ooh. And you, you, mentioned, but you mentioned resting some players. I know you want... Vela to get the opportunity to possibly reach the mark of Joseph Martinez, 31 goals in a season or even surpass it. But I think, I don't even think Carlos Vela, I have no inside info, but I don't even think you take him on this trip. I think he no, stays home. I want it. He stays home, gets himself right. And you give him an opportunity in the first 45 minutes against Colorado and your final, it's the final home game of the season, fan appreciation, all the red ticker tape parade, the whole thing. Uh, I think that I think he rests at home this weekend and then you get after Colorado and you might not even play more than 45 minutes against Colorado would be my assumption because you're ready. Your eyes on the prize now ahead and that's playing an MLS cup on, I believe, November 10th. Yeah. And I think you do this with a, with a couple players rogues. I mean, I don't, to me, there's just, there's no, there's no gain here, especially after, uh, probably a late night Wednesday night and then travel, whether they traveled today or, or tomorrow, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think this has got uh, a, a stalemate uh, wrapped all over. Minnesota makes the playoffs for the first time in organization history. Uh, they might be a, a little bit a little bit flat coming out of that performance. Um, so I'd say two two draw. I like it. I like it. DK with a two two draw. Um, I think that I think that uh, Minnesota right now are still riding that wave of emotion. Uh, you could see the ownership group, the coaching staff all up and down the touchline, just loving every bit of that. And I think they actually win this game. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. I, mean, I think I know. I, I never call yes. that, right? Hey, yes. LAFC's only lost, what, four games all year? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I think Minnesota win this game, and they actually – they would be – I think that would be the they only have more team – for. That would be the only team ever to take a season series from LAFC so far. Obviously, brief history. But uh, I'm going to say – I'm going to say 3-2. I'm going to say 3 2. This game has goals in it, I believe. But I said that about the Toronto game, too. So what do I know? Right. Well, wait, wait. Hold on. Galaxy never stole a series from these guys? <laughs> Come on, man. Touche, Danny. Come boy. on, man. I, I guess I was overlooking the big brother over there across <laughs> oh town. I guess I was overlooking big brother over there across <laughs> town, huh? I, I, didn't know if you were, I just didn't know if you were serious. Dude. dude. Oh, what a call out. That was oh, so, gosh. That was so that, good. 
Uh, let me get my foot out of my, let me get my foot out of my mouth, DK. DK. Okay, uh, so again, these 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 picks are worth two. Uh, by the way, uh, you could have your your sponsorship right here, DK and Rogo's picks, brought to you by. You could have it right here. Um, so, DK, you got a wild card opportunity. You got an opportunity, which actually was the difference maker this past week, while you gained some ground on me. So, where oh, are you going? Oh, buddy. All these games slated for yeah, Sunday. It's tough. Sunday this is, fire. This is this is tough. Uh, I think Real Salt Lake. I think Real Salt Lake bounce back and get a win over Houston. Uh, they're at home. Houston uh, is just kind of slipping and struggling, and this is a big one for Salt Lake if they think that they're going to stay in a playoff position. So um, I'm going to go two one here. Winners for Salt Lake. Double down, bud. May I remind you that uh, final game day of the season a year ago, the Galaxy thought they were in the postseason. Yes. yes. And they played the Houston Dynamo and were actually winning 2 nothing oh, at, half, at halftime, only to see the Dynamo tie the game. 2 mm. 2 is the final. And the Galacticos watching from the outside when the playoffs started the following week. Um, but I, I like similar games like that that have some meaning to it where a team needs to win. And so on that account, um, oof. And he just put me back on the spot here. Mm. Uh, let's take, let's take, uh, there's no easy games this week. It's not. Do you go with a do you go with a dumpster dive like uh, FC Cincinnati <laughs> or City FC? That's, that's typically where I've been hanging out. <laughs> can I can, can I just take the over maybe in the uh, Philly Columbus game? Gosh, because all these teams are on the road. Uh, New England needs it bad. NYCFC is chasing though for the Supporter Shield. Wow, 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 wow! You just took that one off the board, didn't you, buddy? I can't double up anywhere either, can I? Sneaky, sneaky. No. Um, you know what? I am going to say this. I'm going to say this. San Jose needs it, so let's stay yep. in the West. Let's make it a game that actually means something yep. because you did too. San Jose needs this. Seattle has Seattle. Four teams. We got Minnesota, LAFC, the LA Galaxy, and Seattle that have all that little X next to their team name, which means they're already in. Right. And I'm going to say that that San Jose they need to win this game. And that get would, the three points. That'd be awesome. <laughs> three one quakes. Three one quakes. Okay. Yeah. Well, home team. Nice. We both got the home. Boom. Both got the home team. Uh, speaking of the quakes, though, before we get off here, I oh, think it's God, probably so I think it's probably important to uh, touch on Chris Wondolowski, the legend that is Chris Wondolowski. We've touched on him before. How he DK couldn't even get a look really early on in his career. He was down in Houston, uh, playing for Dom Kinnear. He actually even played. He's from Northern California. He played with the California Cougars of the then MISL and couldn't even get on the field on an indoor team. Grinder. And he has somehow become the all-time leading scorer in Major League Soccer. (laughs) And even better, he's in with whatever that supporters group's name, just beating the drum, shirt off, just throwing up the towels. That's legendary status, bro. Well, and he, I mean, the guy celebrates uh, in the stands just like he celebrates on the field. Um you know, I hope I, I hope that he you know, I think he, he's got a, a, at least one, maybe two seasons left in him, uh, possibly three. Um, and I hope that San Jose just do the right thing and sign this guy to uh, a two year extension, lock him up um, and let him let him let him ride on his uh, horse into the sunset. I mean, Wando has been 
<clears throat> he, he's been the dream of what was a, a, a D, the original DP, what developmental player, Rogues. Right. I mean, yeah. 10 grand, 10 or 12 grand a year, whatever it was, uh, making nothing, hustling, just trying to figure it out. And uh, all time leading goal scorer just goes nuts. You guys check it out on, uh, on, on, on Twitter or YouTube, MLSsoccer.com, YouTube, whatever. It's, it's classic. Uh, and, and I will say this about Wando uh, in regarding next year in San Jose. I'm not saying it's a done deal or it's, I even have that much of an inside track, but I did have a couple of sources uh, within San Jose a few weeks ago that I spoke to, and we had this vac- very same conversation. And they said that there is certainly uh, that kind of thought that, yes, you, you sign him maybe to a two-year deal where he plays next year and gets the retirement tour and then becomes some sort of ambassador for the team yeah. or or, you know, a year or two down the line, because that's what he deserves. He's, he's a supporter, legend supporter, supporter group leader. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to leave you with one final story here, DK. So, Hey, Wando, uh, we'd love to have you on here. And if you, uh, if you get the opportunity, keep it up and, and hop on with us here on believe sports podcast network, uh, quickly, I gotta leave you with this DK. You never know what kind of crazy things happen when you're out there uh, celebrating the Supporter Shield. And uh, it was a great time. Lots of people that, you know, I mean, we had Peter Goober there, Tom Penn, his whole crew. There was all sorts of people that were there for LAFC. It was awesome that were down on the field and celebrating. I got to take a couple of pictures down on the field after everyone left holding the Supporter Shield. And um, as soon as I gave that back and I went to go grab my bag and I'm walking through the entryway where the players come in and I reach down and I'm wearing kind of a suit that I've had for a couple of years, blue suit. And I reached down to grab my bag as I'm getting ready to leave and literally tore all the way up the backside of my suit pants. Oh, way. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come it on. literally tore all the way up. Like Back literally, and it, I was just huh? like, I, as I bent down, like, dude, I've been working out, man. I've been doing my yoga. I've been hitting, the, I've been in the gym. I do my, I, I ran three and a, three, almost three and a half miles this morning. Check my Strava. And, and, and I, and I was just like, oh, oh, there was nobody around me though. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm. I'm like, I'm out of here. I got to go. I got, I got, I got to go. And so, but I, what was I going to do? Was I going to tie my suit jacket around my waist? Like I'm like in the seventh grade. What was I going to do? So, so I loosened the strap on my bag, uh, shout out for Picuadro, my bag. I loosened the strap on there and so I can have it right on my butt, just over my butt with my suit Uh jacket on. And I make my way out the stadium, head to my car and immediately get to my car. And luckily I had to change a pants in there and change it out to a new pair of pants. And (laughs) that would have been legendary. That would have been legendary. No. I was on my way home and because uh, I had been up early, early doing some work up in L.A. So, But I just thought I would share that because the Supporter Shield celebration, the night calling the game, being a part of the broadcast YouTube TV was phenomenal. But then at the end of the night, all of a sudden, it came to a screeching tear in my pants. <laughs> well, no no better <laughs> night. No better night for it to happen. It's going to be a what, what, high, you got, what, you what do you got this weekend? What do you got this weekend? Uh, it was supposed to be a YouTube TV game against Minnesota United, but uh, because LAFC are a hot ticket, it's turned into a Fox broadcast. So you can catch that yeah. one on FS1 on Sunday. And so that means I'll hop over with my good buddy Dave Denholm and the rest of the crew for uh, ESPN LA. Uh, you can check it on 710 ESPN or on the ESPN app. And um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'll be in the studio up there in downtown LA and you know, monitoring all the games and keeping up with what's going on around the league and obviously hosting pre and post games. So it should be fun. You? Love it. 
Love it. Yeah, I'm on I'm on call uh, Sunday with the the Galaxy game, Spectrum Sportsnet, and uh, we got some uh, ASO soccer. You know, the standard standard weekend here. But well, let me just check something here. Your game is at 4:30 p.m. Yeah. And my game is. Ooh. Ooh. I think my game's right at the right time. My 4:30 yeah. p.m. too. You know, they, they strange. Hey, this is what we try. This is what yeah. we try. First ever time we do a uh, Dan Kennedy Rogo link up on the Instagram two time two with each other crossed at live at once from each other's spot of working on the game. Boom. Make Boom. it happen, buddy. Look for that. Look for that. Uh, DK, great stuff. Enjoy the weekend. And I, I'm just loving how this is all playing out. For It's going to be just drama uh, theater. As I said, okay. get your popcorn. This is going to be great over the yeah. next couple of weeks with positioning and also with the matches. And then we get right into the MLS Cup playoffs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.